Hello and welcome to SAE Tomorrow Today, Unplugged. I'm your host, Grayson Brulte. Today's topic is SAE Level 3, the controversial level, the often forgotten level. Frankly, today, the most important level. I'll, st- I'll ask you this question. Will SAE Level 3 introduce personally owned autonomous vehicles? I think so. Do you think so? The consumer thinks so. The consumer's spoken, and they want to own their own autonomous vehicle. While this vehicle on day one will not be fully autonomous, otherwise known as SAE Level 4, the vehicle will have autonomous capabilities, and the vehicle will be able to drive itself under certain conditions on certain roads. Perhaps it cannot drive in a dense urban environment, but it could drive on a, on a rural road. It's going to get there. We're seeing this today with Tesla's full self-driving, also known as FSD. Can FSD drive everywhere and everywhere? No, but Elon Musk last night in an interview with David Faber on CNBC said he's getting close. He is getting close. If you look at every update that they push out for FSD, it keeps getting better and better and better. Is FSD perfect today? No, Elon admitted so in the interview with David Faber. But it's a step in the right direction, despite what a loud group of minority commentators have to say about Tesla. Don't Tesla Q. They're loud. They're a minority. And if they shorted the stock, they lost billions of dollars because... At some point in the future, Tesla will create and ship a fully autonomous vehicle to the enjoyment of millions of individuals around the world. Consumers clearly want to own a personally owned autonomous vehicle. Individuals today, do you ask them, do you, what do you, what do you have? Well, I have a, I have a self-driving car. I have a Tesla. Well, is it a true self-driving car today? No, but the consumer believes it, and that's what they believe, and that's what they want to believe. When Teslas will be able with FST drive themselves everywhere? I don't know, but what I do know, it will happen at some point in the future. You look at this, you tell Elon Musk, can't make renewable, reusable rockets. Look at SpaceX. Look what they've done. They have renewable rockets, reusable rockets. It's working. And oh, by the way, those rockets land autonomously. That's right. Autonomously in the middle of the ocean. The technology is happening there. You don't bet against the guy. That's the bottom line. You might not like his personality, his antics, or his politics, but you, you clearly... You don't bet against them, and consumers are are not betting against them for the most part because they're opening their wallets and they're buying what they perceive to be a personally owned autonomous vehicle, a Tesla. I said it, and I'll say it again. Consumers perceive that a Tesla is a personally owned autonomous vehicle. They're paying upwards up to $15,000. I repeat, $15,000 U.S. dollars. That's Uncle Sam bucks, big bucks, to upgrade their Tesla to FSD. And Tesla... They're, they're raking in the cash. Shareholders are loving this. In Q4 2022, Tesla's FSD plus hardware software option generated $300 million in revenue for the company. I repeat, $300 million in revenue in Q4 2022. That's a three-month period. Let's do some math. Let's multiply that over four quarters, which is 12 months, aka known as one year. You have $1.2 billion in highly profitable revenue. I repeat, $1.2 billion in highly profitable revenue. Who doesn't want to be in that business? That's a highly profitable business. That's a growing business. Software has astronomically large margins. How do we get to the point where Tesla could generate $300 million in Q4 2022 revenue from FSD? Simple. It's very simple. Let's just look back at the introduction of ADAS. ADAS was first introduced commercially in the 1970s with the introduction and the adoption of the anti-lock braking system. Millions of individuals around the world, they depend on the anti-locking brake system. I don't know the data. I'm sure NHTSA does, but look at how many lives it saved. And then in the 2000s, ADAS systems began to gain popularity. 
That's right, they became a lot more popular with the introduction of the two, in 2000, the Cadillac DeVille night vision system and the 2000 Toyota Dynamic Laser Cruise Control System followed in 2004 with the introduction of lane departure warning in the 2004 Infiniti FX. You've got the, the basis right there between 2000 and 2004 for the modern ADAS stack. Those are consumer vehicles. You could buy the Infiniti FX. You could buy the Cadillac DeVille. You could buy a Toyota vehicle. That's right. All of those vehicles paved the way to where we are today and how we got here. Those were the stepping stones. The technology for autonomy, especially in personal vehicles, didn't just start overnight. It wasn't biddity boppity boop. We made some magic dust and, and away we went. No, 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 no. It, these models paved the way to where we are today and how we got here. Well, let's let's add some some more data to this. In fact, at least one ADAS feature is available in 92.7% of all new vehicles in the United States as of May 2018. I repeat, at least one ADAS feature is available on 92.7% of all new vehicles available in the U.S. as of May of 2018. That data is according to SBD Automotive. That's a pretty big percentage, okay? So we've got 7.3% of vehicles as of 2018 that do not have ADAS. Let's fast forward. We're in 2023. I'm willing to go on the record and tell you there's probably less than 5% of vehicles on the road today don't have ADAS. Okay, so 95% of the vehicles on the road today that my friends, my family, your friends, your family drive, they've got ADAS. Guess what? Those consumers are, are getting used to ADAS. Talk to an individual that drives with ADAS and then they, they rent a car and doesn't have the advanced ADAS they have. Well, I don't like this car. Oh, oh I, don't, I can't use this car. They are used to it. They are used to it. They're demanding it. They want it. Well, in fact, we, we might look back 20 years from now and every vehicle could have the capability to drive itself. That's right. Every vehicle 20 years from now could, I repeat, could have the ability to drive itself. Could that be the early days of what I described in the, in the 2000s with the ADAS moment 20 years from now? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. But it could. But why bet against the technology? And why? A lot of individuals are betting on the technology. It's silly. We're going there as a society. Consumers are demanding it. Consumers are demanding full autonomy. And newsflash, consumers drive markets. Okay? Consumers drive markets. What drives the stock market? Consumer spending and services. No spending, no stock market. No spending, no economy. It's driven by consumer spending. Dick Morris family said this for President Clinton. It's the economy, stupid. And that is a great line. It is the economy, stupid. The, the revolution, that's right, we're in a revolution. And it's going to be driven by autonomy. When you turn on the news today, you hear AI, oh, AI, AI. Day doesn't go by when you don't open your favorite news app or turn on the news without hearing the term AI. Well, chat GPT is the cool kid today. He's getting all the attention and, frankly, all the love from the media and, and, and investors. Won't be like this forever. There's a lot of smart money out there. But there's also a lot of dumb money that, that's tracing, chasing fads and tracing trends. Could chat GPT be one of those fads or one of those trends? Don't know. I really don't know. But what I do know, there's two major... AI data sets lurking in the shadows that don't get enough credit. They're about to take the world by storm. One starting to, Google DeepMind. Play with Bard. It's better than ChatGPT. 
Oh, and what runs the Waymo vehicle? That runs on AI. Google DeepMind, now that they combine Google Brain with Google DeepMind, you're going to see a lot of big AI breakthroughs with Google DeepMind and keep your mind on that. The other one, the Tesla Dojo. Elon said it in an interview with David Favor. Maybe a year from now, they'll finally get the credit that they deserve. Tesla Dojo is the supercomputer. It's one of the most powerful computers in the world, and it's the computer that's about to transform the way that we move around the world. The Tesla Dojo computer, it's, it's teaching the Tesla cars to drive themselves. It's the computer that is, it is the computer that is the future of Tesla. It's not about the cars at Tesla. It's not about what they're doing with FSD. The big story, the big picture, it's Dojo. It's this computer that will enable Tesla to achieve full autonomy. Well, Tesla has the Dojo, in, in my opinion, the not-so-secret weapon. Other major car companies are exploring personally autonomous vehicles as well. But do they have their own supercomputer? Do they have their own, their own AI? Do they have the ability to get the GPUs to build their own AI? Nope. What the major automotive manufacturers are doing, they're playing catch-up on the supply chain. So Elon comes in very smartly and ushers in the electric revolution, and I'll say this on the record. If it wasn't for Elon Musk and Tesla, we wouldn't be having the conversation we are today around electric vehicles. So meanwhile, Tesla has a vertically integrated supply chain. All the other large OEMs are are trying to figure it out. Tesla's already passed that. Yes, they announced that they're going to track cobalt now, but they're way down on the track and trace policy. Okay? They're already there. While other companies are trying to figure out the EV strategy, Tesla's moving along. They've got the supercomputer advantage Tesla. Well, well Tesla has a su- supercomputer. They, they have the supply chain figured out. They have the gigafactories. There's another brand that's lurking out there. It's a purist brand. Porsche. Porsche Mobileye, they announced the partnership to the purist hearts. I'm sorry. Porsche's going to eventually do a fully autonomous vehicle at some point. You know, for the record, Ferrari is too. When that is, I don't know, but they're both going to do it. Frankly, Porsche is no longer the company of the 911. Yeah, their, their ticker might be P911 trading on the Euronext. It's the company of the Cayenne and the Macan today. The Cayenne financially saved the company. The Macan supercharged the finances of the company. And you combine the combine the vehicle sales for the Cayenne and the Macan, they, can, they account for about more than 50% of Porsche's 2022 vehicle sales. I repeat, more than 50% of Porsche's vehicle sales were the Cayenne and the Macan. You factor in the 911, so you got 64% of sales, three vehicles. Okay, it doesn't matter. 50% is the Cayenne and the Macan. Most popular vehicles uh, they have today. And that, in my opinion, is where the autonomy is going to go in first. The Cayenne and the Macan, they're going to usher in Porsche's autonomous future by leveraging mobilized supervision technology platform, which will allow the vehicle to drive itself under certain conditions when the driver is paying attention to the road. That's the key with SAE Level 3, certain conditions. Not all conditions, certain conditions. Whether do you need driver monitoring? I'm not getting into that debate, not commenting on it. But the system will drive under certain conditions. This is SAE level three. This is the future. Certain conditions of autonomy and personally owned vehicles. This is a future that consumers want. And as we've seen this from Tesla's financial data, it's a function. It's a feature. And oh, by the way, it makes a lot of money uh, for car companies. It's a feature that will drive sales and recurring revenue as SAE level three features, in my opinion, are most likely to be rolled out in a subscription-based service. It's this type of revenue that appeals to Wall Street and sends car company executives clapping and applauding. Why? It's both profitable and predictable. You can project that type of revenue. Would you want to own a profitable, predictable business with recurring revenues if you're running a business? The answer is simple. Yes. Heck yes. 
Let's amplifies it. Let's bold it. Heck, yes, you would. This is exactly what car companies are going to do because at the end of the day, they are businesses and they have very small historical margins. But in the future, when they introduce personally owned SAE level three autonomous vehicle subscriptions, they will have larger margins, maybe 30, 40%, depending on how they structure it and what the uptake is from the consumer. And if we look at Tesla financial data, they could be very profitable uh, for these businesses. While they're a business, car companies are a business, as I said earlier, it's, it's not the businesses that are driving it, this trend, it's you. It's you as the consumer that are driving this trend towards SAA level three. You want it, you crave it, you're buying it, you're asking for it. And the car companies are listening because they see the potential to generate large amounts of highly profitable revenue. You got them here because for years, car companies were solely focused in removing the human from the loop and ushering in SAE level four, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And I can't wait for level four to scale. Waymo scaling it, Cruise is scaling it, Motional scaling it. They're all doing well. They're focused on the robo taxi business. What car companies can compete on? The personally owned Thomas vehicle business. And, and Mary Barr, CEO uh, of GM, is publicly said that GM's going to go in that route as well, in addition to the cruise business. GM strategy is frankly fantastic. Well, you put this all together, and then along came Tesla. This all changed. They forced the hand because Tesla gave the consumers what they didn't know what they didn't want. It's the old Steve Jobs analogy. If I asked you 30 years ago, 20 years ago, do you want an iPhone? You look at me cockeyed or you're a crazy person. Well, I didn't know I want an iPhone. Now I live on my iPhone. So do millions of Americans live on their iPhones. That's what Tesla did. They had their Steve Jobs moment. Well, Tesla's had its trials and, and, and tribulations that have been well documented. The company has caught the imagination of the public. And it's this imagination that's leading us to the forgotten level. SAE level three. It was the forgotten level. It was the level that in engineers and individuals wanted to skip over. But no, you as a consumer, you spoke up and said, give me that level. At some point in the future, you as a consumer will be able to buy a personally owned autonomous vehicle that will drive you from your home, down city streets, on the highway. And when you get to your super dense urban environment location that you're going to end at, perhaps you'll take over the wheel for the last few miles. It'll be a relaxing journey and one that's coming sooner than you think. And when this major milestone of SAE level three is achieved in scale, SAE level four will not be far behind. Fully autonomous, personally owned vehicles are closer than you think. To get here, we have to learn from SAE level three and how the public interacts and uses these vehicles. Similar to the way that we've learned from the 1970s to the 2000s to today from SAE level two and advanced ADAS systems. We've learned a lot. We're starting to perfect the systems. As a society, we're always learning and moving the ball forward. As a society, we will not settle for meteorocracy. As a society, we will only settle for greatness. And we are well on our way to an autonomous future with the introduction and adoption of personally owned SAE Level 3 autonomous vehicles. Consumers will embrace SAE Level 3 autonomous vehicles and they will pave the way for fully personally owned autonomous vehicles. Will you buy an SAE Level 3 autonomous vehicle when you have the opportunity? You might hesitate, but I bet you will once you hear your neighbors and friends talk about how great it is. This is the Tesla effect. This is the Tesla effect, and it will usher in the future of autonomy. What Tesla did for electric vehicles, Tesla will do for autonomous vehicles. That's right. The Tesla effect is real. 
the Tesla effect is real. If you've enjoyed this episode of SAE Unplugged, follow me on Twitter at G-B-R-U-L-T-E or send a note to podcast at SAE.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Love to know your feedback and your opinions. Today is tomorrow. Tomorrow's today. Thank you so much for listening. SAE International makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. The information and opinions are for general information only. SAE International does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast.